Boots on the ground in Syria, today on the world. I'm Marco Werman. President Obama plans to send a few dozen special forces into northern Syria. With Russian jets overhead, it could easily turn deadly. This is just an accident waiting to happen, and I don't see the U.S. giving the Russians their coordinates when their forces are on the ground. That's not going to happen. Plus, was China's one-child policy good for the planet? Some say yes. But, you know, they don't, maybe don't understand how it had to be implemented with force and coercion. Or maybe they didn't care because they were far away on the other side of the world. And the cost of doing business in Iran for Iranian-Americans. As one businessman told me, you know, if Iran doesn't want our expertise, our money and our network, we can take our business elsewhere. Those stories coming up today on The World. The World is brought to you with support from Audible.com. With over 180,000 audiobooks, Audible is a core tool for anyone seeking to be more productive, better informed, and thoughtfully entertained. You can learn more at Audible.com slash The World. And from Lumosity, offering a 10-minute fit test to challenge memory, attention, and problem solving. With brain games to calculate baseline scores and build a personalized brain training program, performance can be compared to global averages. Learn more at Lumosity.com. I'm Marco Werman, and this is The World. Zoom way in on the war in Syria, and it's about people, the ones fighting and the ones fleeing, too. So many Syrians are risking everything to flee the war and make it to Europe. Coming up, we'll hear the story of one little boy from Syria who went missing in the chaos. First, though, we zoom out to talk about the big picture. Today was the first day of talks in Vienna on how to end the war. Secretary of State John Kerry is there discussing Syria's future with his counterparts from Russia, Iran, Saudi Arabia, and several other nations. The Pentagon, meanwhile, announced it's deploying U.S. Special Forces to Syria. No more than 50, reportedly, as advisors in the fight against ISIS. We're going to discuss all of this with Amr al-Azam. He's a professor at Shawnee State University in Ohio and a member of the Syrian opposition here in the U.S. Uh, first of all, Amr, uh, these special forces troops, what kind of difference are they really expected to make? I don't think they're going to make that much of a difference on the ground. I mean, there's only 50 of them, and their role is going to be primarily probably uh, supportive, um, advisory, helping out with strategy and tactics, and really to to kind of uh, bolster morale. And I think possibly even uh, in part to ensure that there's enough uh, emphasis given on some of the priorities that the United States has with regards to the nature of the operations that are going to be carried out in the areas where they're going to be deployed. And I suspect they're going to be deployed with the Kurds and they're going to be hopefully, or what the U.S. will hope is that they'll be then able to, uh, you know, influence how these activities are carried out on the ground with regards to pursuing ISIS out and beyond the areas that are areas of interest for the Kurds. It occurs to me with uh, Russia in this fight, there have got to be worries about the consequences if uh, Russian warplanes accidentally hit U.S. special forces. Oh, absolutely. I mean, this is just an accident waiting to happen. And despite all, um, you know, uh, re- reassurances to the contrary, I doubt very much that there is any real coordination happening beyond, you know, the the very superficial cursory. Um, I I don't see the U.S. giving the Russians their coordinates when their forces are on the ground. That's not going to happen, even though the Russians have demanded that, obviously. And, And I don't see the Russians really, you know, avoiding areas where 
the U.S. are operating out of fear of hitting them. I, I think both sides are going to continue to do what they do, and and you know, eventually, it's very likely that if this goes on for any length of time, that an accident will happen. As to those talks in Vienna, I mentioned the the eighteen partner nations involved: mm. Russia, Iran, and Saudi Arabia. I noticed there are almost no Syrians there. What, what's going on? Well, not almost. There are no Syrians, not from the regime side and not from the opposition side. Um, but it's also quite interesting how um, how the you know the, even the the build up to the meeting uh, was was uh, unfolding. You had uh, the Qataris and you had the, the Saudis in particular make very forceful statements about their expectations particularly vis-a-vis Assad. So they they were very combative. And I noted uh, today, for example, that the Iranians, on the the other hand, uh, what I consider to be quite conciliatory in comparison to what the Saudis were saying, for example, the Iranians actually stated today that they would be...